1: An
2: insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan.
3: Top feed you some more football, NFL lunch style here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Been hearing from the Ravens and will continue to do so throughout the next couple of days ahead of the playoff game Saturday against Houston. But let's hear from the Texans themselves and, in particular, head coach D'Amico Ryans. He was asked how the Ravens have changed since week one Baltimore win.
4: For the Ravens, I feel like they've grown. Uh, throughout the season as an offense, I feel like they're much more efficient. Lamar is playing exceptional football, right, MVP caliber football. He's doing a really good job of you know, not only running the ball or creating off-schedule plays, but getting the ball to his playmakers. Uh, Zay Flowers truly pops off the tape with his explosiveness, his dynamic playmaking ability. Uh, he's, uh, he's a problem in the open field with the ball in his hand. So we have to do a really good job of tackling in space. It's going to be huge in this game, right? Not just one guy being at the ball, but got to have multiple guys around him because he's such a dynamic player.
5: I would totally, uh, I mean, he wasn't lying. Everything he said is true. It's exactly, you know, I mean, if you're watching film, he gave you exactly what it is. Um Zay Flowers is a guy that jumps off the film. And the other guy I would say that jumps off to film is likely, like you had mentioned earlier. Probably not as worried about, you know, the running game as much. I mean, they'll run it, they'll pound it, but it's not big play type stuff. And playoff time, Bob, it's going to be interesting to see uh, Lamar's running activity.
3: But Ravens O-line, we've seen the alternating tackle yeah. thing, and that wasn't happening week one. No. Does yeah, that continue true. on?
5: I think it will. I think it will.
1: Yeah.
5: They've had success with it, and it kind of protects Ronnie a little bit. And and, um, when Macari comes in, does a hell of a job there, especially against the type of guys that will be over him, Bob, you know, the athletic, smaller guys. Macari's fine with those kind of guys, and so is Ronnie, as long as they're not trying to get under his pads and push him straight back.
3: Now, speaking of week one, Texans lose. It was his first game. Ryan's as head coach. C.J. Stroud's debut as a rookie, 25-9. Won to blow by any stretch of the imagination. But does that loss still resonate in your locker room?
4: Yeah, we continue to take a look at the entire season. I don't put too much emphasis on week one because it was so, so long ago. It <laughs> seems like it was such a long time ago. And, you know, every team kind of grows and evolves there. So we really just take a look at, at the entire season. Right and see what are they leaning their hats on, what are they uh, what are their favorite things that they like to do, because at this point in the season everybody's gonna do what they do well. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever has allowed them to make plays, whether whether it's the explosive plays, right, that's what they're gonna hang their hats on. So we have to be in tune to what they're doing well, what Lamar's doing well, and we have to trying to find a way to stop.
5: I Bob, in that first game, I mean it should have been a blowout. If Lamar doesn't turn the ball over like he did I mean, they probably have a couple more touchdowns. You know, that was the issue there. But what they do well, kind of like uh, Lamar, make something happen. It's kind of what he does in the pass game and the run game. And and more so, he likes to do it in the pass game, is scramble around by time and then make some plays. So I expect a lot of I expect him to throw it a lot Saturday. By the
3: way, that game against Houston, just to – Remind you, September 10th, yeah. over four months ago, as the Ravens start the season with a win. It's been 105 7 the pen and a lunch here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Lamar Jackson has evolved since then as the leading candidate, overwhelming favorite to win his second most valuable player, D'Amico Ryans. How do you slow him down?
4: Throw as many things at Lamar as you want to, but he finds a way to make plays. That's what makes him a special player. And no matter what type of looks you've, he's gotten on tape, Right, he's made a ton of teams play pay because of just his playmaking ability. Right, he's seen a lot, made a lot of plays, so it's going to be a challenge no matter what we present or what we throw at him.
5: I, I, you know, I mean, like for D'Amico, you know, in his defense, I mean, you say, okay, we're going to blitz him, but then, you know, the only problem with blitzing him and you're playing man coverage on the outside, receivers are running down the field and the DBs are running with him and Lamar break, breaks breaks contain or gets up through. I mean, he's running forever, so it's he would be very difficult, especially now in nineteen, much more, much easier to defend in in uh, nineteen than now because he throws the ball so much better now.
3: Another player for the Ravens who has really blossomed into a star is Kyle Hamilton. Saw it here in the second half of last season, his rookie year. I mean, he was playing outstanding in the playoff loss to the Bengals. All pro this year. So, D'Amico Ryans, I'm sure you're aware of number 14 there.
4: Yeah, Kyle, is, it seems like he's always around the football. Right? He's always around the football, always attacking the football, rangy safety. Right? They put him down in the box a little bit more. So, I like the way they utilize you know Kyle and putting him in positions to be successful. I think that's... Where uh, Mike has done a great job with all of his players. Like he finds a way to put them in position to make plays, and Kyle is one great example of that, right? He's put him in position. He's attacking the football. He's doing a great job in coverage, great job of tackling in space.
5: To me, that's the definition of a good coach. You know, I mean, well, what do you want to do? You want to, what are the Ravens talking about? We got to let our guys do what they do well. And D'Amico just, you know, I mean, telling you, I, I love how he uses uh, Kyle Hamilton because. Bob, it's the same way Notre Dame used him. And, you know, if you're drafting a guy like that, he gives you a lot of versatility. Take advantage of his versatility, which they've done, and now he's first team All-Pro because of that.
3: And then finally with D'Amico Ryan, head coach of the Houston Texans, talking about the weather. It's going to be cold.
5: It is Saturday afternoon,
3: be, it's going to be super cold. Well,
5: I'll tell you, Bob, few clouds from time to time. Very cold. Low 21. Winds north, northwest 10 to 15. So it's going to be...
4: Probably with the wind chill, probably around 10 degrees.
3: So, D'Amico Ryan, you worried about that weather Saturday?
4: No, I don't think our guys will be worried about weather, and that won't be an issue. One of those things where, of course, you embrace the suck and you move on. Just go attack it with everything you have. Don't worry about the weather. or worry about executing and playing good football.
5: I mean, you know, easier said than done, Bob. I mean, because, like, I grew up in Minnesota, and we'd have playoff games this time of the year all the time. And if the Rams were coming in, we always felt like, as Viking fans, got this one, who are we playing next? Because they didn't like – you know, you could say, oh, you know, I grew up in that. No, you've been in, in nicer weather, and you kind of get used to nicer weather. And then when they get off that when they get off that plane Friday, Bob, and it's snowing and stuff, it's going to be like, whoa, they're going to be cold. And it's going to be like, oh, man. And then when they get on the bus to go to the stadium, cold. You walk out and warm up, that Hawk's blowing – It's cold.
3: It's Vinny The Fed. When we come back, Ryan Wilson, cbsports.com We'll preview the divisional round with him and talk about Caleb Williams declaring for the draft. Is he the number one pick or could there be a stunner? And what are the Bears going to do with that first overall pick? We'll get your phone calls at 410-583-1057. We got Nolan McGraw, Trip through the Funhouse. Inside access takes over at two o'clock later tonight. Don't forget, Maryland at Northwestern. Terps trying to win another road game in the big.
0: Worried about letting someone
2: One day trade. Three cents a, a share. Time. That's $3. You're cheap. And one place scratch-offs. When we go to gamble,
7: we go to lose. If
2: they still work here, you can bet they're in the, the bend. Vinny and Haiti yeah. on 105.7 The Fan.
3: Vinny and Haiti 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato. Favorite female artist or band. Send your request, Pause for text line. Only a couple more segments to go, so make him good. Joining us now to preview the divisional round. Look back at Super Wild Card weekend. Talk about the draft a little bit as well. From Sports.com. he's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome in, as we do every Wednesday, Ryan Wilson. Ryan, good afternoon. What is going on?
1: I'm surviving. Either you're thriving or surviving. I'm surviving right now. Yeah,
3: you got like the song was saying, you got a new attitude, (laughs) Ryan Wilson. Looking back at Super Wild Card Weekend, the big surprises, stunners of anything that happened over that weekend to you, or do you expect everything to turn out exactly
1: how it did? Well, uh, and not to preview what we're going to talk about here in a second. Uh, Oh, CJ Stroud (laughs) looks pretty good, number, Mm -hmm. number one. Number two, old Jordan Love looks pretty good. And number three, Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni are are probably walking on eggshells and uh, for various reasons should be nervous. Uh, But, uh, man, I I thought it was a lot of fun. There was only one really close game. But I I enjoyed the weekend, and I think we learned a lot of things about some teams that perhaps we had questions about early in the season.
3: Now, the Ravens, they get that bye week. They're coming back from it Saturday. What do you think? Going back to 19, we mentioned it a bazillion times. I'm sure they're sick of hearing it. Should there be concern with the rust versus rest thing, or is this tired narrative? Hey, Kansas City rested their guys, and they looked pretty good against Miami last week.
1: Yeah, and Detroit played Sam LaFord Week yeah. 18, and he, he hurt his knee. He did play the other night, but had to wear a knee brace. So, I mean, it's a half a dozen to one. And I remember after 2019, John Harbaugh saying that perhaps he would have done things a little differently, ended up not doing things that much differently in terms of playing the guys. But also, a million guys were hurt, so they had to to get these guys healthy. Look, this is one of the best football teams in the NFL right now, it's them in San Francisco, at least as we head into the playoffs, and that hasn't changed. And I think, unlike some of these other teams that we saw that had first-year head coaches or young head coaches or young quarterbacks, this is a veteran group. And I would imagine, especially based on on what the guys that were there in 2019 learned, they'll, they'll take that away from that experience, and and you know going forward that'll be part of the plan. It's not like John uh, Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, John Harbaugh hasn't won a Super Bowl. It ha- it's not like that he doesn't know what to do. I'm not concerned about the Ravens in terms of being prepared. I don't. I mean, I would be absolutely flabbergasted if this were a, a Dallas Cowboys situation where they didn't show up. I, I think this is. They're favorites for a reason, and I I think the common sense says that they're they're likely to win this game. But that's why you play them, we'll find out. But um, I'm not concerned about the Ravens not being prepared or or any of that other stuff that perhaps are narratives because we have some time to kill.
5: Ryan, I kind of like what John did, you know, for the bye week and stuff. They practiced, you know, and then they practiced Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And then on Saturday they practiced in the stadium. And the thing – to me, the big thing about practicing on Saturday is, is then the guys can't leave Friday, you know, and then come back on Monday. So that that's what I like. So then they got to stay in town.
1: Yep. No, absolutely. And, again, you know, Harpa said he, he would have done some things differently from 2019, and perhaps that's one of the things he did differently. And I, I understand why young men with money in their mid-20s want to have fun on the weekends, but I think just if you alleviate the distractions, it makes uh, to focus a little easier and, and keeps you sort of locked in. And you're not also sluggish coming back from a couple of days off as you prepare for a for game week. So I think all those things taken together make a ton of sense. And, um, you know, we'll find out together how this thing unfolds. But this is going to be a completely different game. I think week one is when the Texans came to town and face the Ravens, and that, that Texas team looks nothing like this Texas team now, and you can say the same thing about the Ravens for that matter.
5: Oh, yeah, the Ravens offensively are so much better than than they were at that time, and they have different a lot of different personnel, too, you know, is, is another thing. But, you know, when I look at – when I watch the film of the Texans, you know, Ryan, offensively, you know, I, they got Nico Collins and Schultz. If I can take away two guys, they got nothing in the pass game other than that.
1: Yeah, Tank Dell's down. He's been down since November, I believe. Uh, I think Noah Brown's on IR, so he's done for the year. They have Robert Woods. But right, that's exactly it. And their running game has been better in recent weeks, but it's not anything they can hang their hat on. And, And I think... It's gonna the the most amazing thing to me, and I'm interested what you think about this, guys. Is how much progress C.J. Start has made and how quickly he's made it. In week one, he looked like a rookie quarterback. Yes, he did. Uh, ever since, he's looked like a top, top five quarterback, and he seems impervious to pressure. So I want to see what Mike Mc, Mc, uh, McDonald has dialed up for him. Uh, because we know that those those Michigan D coordinators can get after it. We saw that in the national title game against a high-powered Washington offense. Mm -hmm. uh, That's going to be the fun matchup. But to your point, Vinny, they're running out of of, of bullets in terms of the way of playmakers down the field for for C.J. Stroud. But he keeps finding guys to throw the ball to, and they keep getting open. So that's going to be one of the fun matches. Mike McDonald versus Bobby Slowick, two guys are going to get some head coaching consideration, I would imagine, in a few weeks
5: The thing that I did too, Ryan, I went and looked at the Jets game, you know, cause it was in New York and it was what, like three weeks ago or whatever. And the Jets got after him, you know, they mm-hmm. hit him a lot. And then, and then when they start hitting him a lot, balls came out quicker, you know, and he wasn't as accurate.
1: And that's when he got concussed. Was that the yep. game? Yep.
5: And they lost 30 yep.
1: to six. Right. That's right. And, and maybe that's the blueprint. And we know that the, the, um, the Ravens can get after defensively, too, based on, the, on what they, they've been able to do this season. So maybe that's the solution. Maybe it's not that all that complicated, especially if you don't have guys uh, consistently able to get open. Now, Nico Collins has been a huge problem this year, and I yeah. think he's a testament to a guy who has a quarterback that elevates him, an offensive coordinator that schemes him open, and just growing into a role because the first two years, he wasn't playing up to that level. But he is what he is now, uh, and if you take that away, That'll be interesting. I think on the other side, I think Jonathan Grenard, I think he had 12 and a half sacks coming in the year. Uh, He got injured last week. I don't know where he is. uh, He played played
5: 15 snaps last week. Yeah. So he'll probably play a little bit
1: more. Right. Derek Barnett came out of nowhere, had two sacks. We know about Will Anderson Jr. Derek Stingley's playing at a high level. And let me ask you I'm a little curious to see how these Ravens wide receivers handle playoff football. By that, I mean, Zay Flowers has been special, but he has had some focus drops, and I want to see if he's locked in early or if he has a little nerve early on before he gets going because that could be the difference between a 50- a or 60-yard gain and, and, you know, going to second down and 10 because you dropped an easy pass. So those sorts of things, I'm also interested to see how they play out early on in that game.
5: Well, you know Beckham's going to show. He's, he's going to make, you know, like in week one, he made a big catch. He's going to make at least one or two big catches in this game that people probably go, wow, how'd he do that?
1: Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I don't know what's the status of Mark Andrews.
5: I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll play this week. I think Harbs is just kind of using. Said that it. he
1: looked good yesterday yeah, at practice. Yeah. Okay. I, Isaiah Likely has been a, a not a pleasant surprise. He he's played well. Yep. Mean, we know the athleticism was there, but he's he stepped up in that role a little bit. And again, you know Lamar won the MVP in 2019. I don't think it's outrageous to say he's a much better player now than oh, he yeah. was then. No, and it's not, no. yet, I don't even know if it's close. No. the things that, he, in terms of how balanced his game is. So that's the other thing you have to consider. And I joke around about, you know, the snow game. So you can't prepare to play in Kansas City when it's negative 12. You can have an athletic guy running the scout team as Lamar Jackson. You don't know what Lamar Jackson looks like until you get out there. Now, the Texans saw him in week one, and D'Amico Ryan has done a great job with that defense. But, you know, that, that that's a, a thing you have to be able to, to figure out. And also at that time, Todd Munkin and Lamar weren't where they were in their relationship as they are the last month and a half, two months of the season. So that's a lot's changed. I don't even know if that week one game makes is, is even worth revisiting, but I think these are two completely different football teams. Hey, Ryan, you know,
5: when you were mentioning earlier the Cowboys and the Eagles, I think they mm-hmm. need to be more nervous because when have we ever had – The candidates that are available right now, you know, I mean, because you got some legit candidates, and I mean, you're Jerry Jones, you're 82 years old, you got a team that's ready to win now. That's what you're not going to go get a Ben Johnson. You're not going to do that. You're going to go get one of these guys.
1: Bill Belichick's out there. Jim Harbaugh's out there. Pete Carroll make a splash. And it's the same Jim Harbaugh. Who's that? Vrabel too. Vrabel's a great example. Um, sorry, guys, Mike is coming back. Steelers fans are trying to run him out of town, but he's not leaving. Uh, but the thing about Jim Harbaugh, and he might rub some people the wrong way, but there's no disputing when he shows up, the culture changes and winning starts immediately. And if Jerry Jones is looking at that and thinking, okay, and the, the 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 nutty thing is, Mike McCarthy's won twelve games in three state years. So when they get to the playoffs. And he's not even the reason they lost. Dan Quinn just felt like he was sabotaging Mike McCarthy's opportunity to win a playoff game with the way that defense played. But whatever, it is what it is. And the same thing with the Eagles. On both sides of the ball, they were absolutely dreadful.
3: Ryan Wilson, com, joining us as he does every Wednesday. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Based on point spreads, Ryan Wilson, the upset during the divisional round is where?
1: Man, a part of me... Likes Jordan Love and these Packers. I, I just, and I think it's going to be a, a fun matchup. Matt Lafleur and, and, and Kyle Shanahan going up against each other. Similar type play callers, uh, similar type players uh, in terms of uh, what they like to do. Now there's more firepower on San Francisco's roster. Green Bay's defense has to play out of its mind. But I, I wonder if that's an opportunity uh, for them the Packers to to make a splash there. I think the Chiefs win, but that game feels more like a pick em to me than, than an opportunity for uh, the Bills to, to be the heavy favorites or whatever.
3: Ryan Wilson, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the divisional round. We'll catch up next Wednesday and preview the conference championship games. Thank you, guys. Ryan Wilson, everybody on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. We'll come back. Take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. So get in now. This is your opportunity. Funhouse Trip, Nolan McGraw, Inside Access at
6: 2. And then coming up later tonight, Maryland taking on Northwestern. Our coverage starts today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Taking sports to a whole new level, 105.7 The Fan.
3: 880, 105.7 The Fan. On the freeway, baby. Free of love. Freeway of love. Freeway to the Super Bowl. Four lucky teams will advance this weekend. We're all hoping here, obviously, that the Ravens are going to be one of them. They got the uh, Houston Texans coming to town Saturday at four thirty on ABC, which is channel two here locally, yep. by the way. Ravens eight point favorites. Then at night you got uh, Fox bringing you the 49ers and Packers. And Ryan Wilson, he didn't go come right out and say that uh, Green Bay is going to pull the upset, but I mean I'd get I still think San Francisco will win, but I give him a better chance than I would have say two weeks ago of winning out there.
5: Bob, I just think that Kyle Shanahan is so much smarter and stuff than Mike McCarthy, and offensively, they're going to have a hell of a plan. And Green Bay's defense has been crappy, you know, other than against Dallas pretty much. I mean, Dak still threw for 400 yards, but I think think the Niners are going to score a bunch of points. The Packers, if they win, they're going to have to win a shootout. Vinny Haney,
3: 105.7 the fan. Let's hear what the people have to say. Let's go to Baltimore and bring in Bill. Bill, thanks for holding. Welcome to the fan, Vinny Haney and Nolan McGraw.
8: What's going on, guys? What's up, Vinny? What's up, Rob? How you doing, guys? Hey, Bill. Hey, uh, I'm I'm, I'm excited, Vinny. I I guess you you hit on some of my points I wanted to talk about, man. When I look at that game uh, with Houston playing Cleveland, I mean, Nico and that tight end was the only guys making plays. Yep. And what I and what I see is the difference is Cleveland's defense on the road hasn't been good all year. Nope. You know? And we're asking these guys the cut the the bank is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a little chilly. And I think to your point, if we play physical and hit Nico and hit the quarterback, I think it's gonna be a long day for the Houstons offense. I just I just I feel like we gotta take Nico. I, I don't see nobody else scaring me on that team besides Nico. Nope. and that, that's my point, guys.
5: I I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. That's why I said there's two guys: Schultz, Schultz, and uh, Nico. But Ravens
3: struggling to stop the run on the perimeter. They
5: they they got to make them one dimensional. They can't let Singletary have a you know have a day. You know, I mean that's gonna be the thing. And and you know, I mean. Is he a great running back? No. He's probably Justice Hill. That's what he is. And he's
3: got playoff experience with Buffalo. So, you know, he's been there, done that. Let's go to Parkville. Bring in JT. JT, what's up?
9: Wow, Vinny, how we doing? Hey, JT. Um, Okay, like I was telling Norm, yeah, C.J. Stroud and, and his head coach, they've progressed over the year. But let's not forget, Harbs kept all the starters out of the preseason. So that first game, was the first game with that offense, and as everybody knows, game speed is different than practice speed. And on the other side of the ball, J.D. was here, but Vannoy wasn't here. I think Marlin missed that game, and McDonald's two new assistants, Chuck Smith and the – who's the defense back's coach, Williams? Uh, The safeties coach?
5: No, Williams is the safety. Isn't it it Marquand Manuel? Is that who it was? This is the coach. No, I know who you're talking about.
9: But, well, they only just started really getting things in gear. So I really am not worried about this because all, they, they've been progressing. All, <laughs> I, I think the Ravens will win. But hats off to what the Texans have been able to do. But I still think it's a Baltimore victory. Thanks, guys. Yep. All right. Thank you, JT.
5: And, and don't forget, the other thing is, that was Lamar's first game in how long? Regular season game, Bob? I mean, that was – because he had missed, what, six the previous year? Oh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he missed the last two Decembers. Yeah. Basically there. What are we looking for here, Ravens secondary coach? Yeah. Let's see here. Defensive backs, Denard, yeah. Wilson, yeah, Denard Wilson, former University of Maryland Terrapin. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let's go to Ed Narbutis. Ed, what's happened?
10: Bob, Vinny, good day to both of you gentlemen. How you doing, Thank man? You. Uh, good, sir. Uh, brief Raven-Texan matchup. Win first down, both sides of the ball. It keeps them in third and longs, Ravens third and shorts. QB Stroud will not beat you with his legs. However, is mobile enough for pocket escapability to get his passes off with arm strength accuracy, especially the intermediate sideline routes. Stroud, physical build, and multi-angles to throw it comparable to Mahomes. Ravens secondary, bottle up, and big play deny, number 12, Nico Collins. Legit quick six threat keep him average the rest won't beat you make them play from behind and chase mode to induce a panic pick their team defense and likeness to their head coach D'Amico Ryans as a player and game day can do passion will fly to the football and compete unfortunately for them the Texans are about to face a full throttle purple vibe they've never seen last thing rest assured Ravens will bring physicality not to be denied. That's it, gentlemen. Thank you. All right, Ed. Good observations as always.
5: <laughs> yeah, I think I think good observations, kind of what we've been talking about. And uh, Ravens just got to start fast. That's going to be the big thing. Don't come out sluggish and everything. Come out, set the tone.
3: Yeah, if Houston's competent, and I believe that they will be, and yep. they get ahead early, their confidence soars. And then Baltimore, the Ravens, will start. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. Here we go again, man. New offensive coordinator, though. Giro is coaching, as we've said for four years. Like, they were they were down six. You would have thought they were down 60. Let's go to Pikesville. It's Q. Q, what's happening? Yeah, good afternoon,
8: fellas. What up, Q? Hey, uh, first, of, first and foremost, man, uh, like I've been seeing early, throughout the season, to y'all, uh, rookie head coach, first-time rookie OC, rookie quarterback. With four missing old linemen I don't want to hear none of the excuses, plus I told y'all before the kid was on handcuffs. I'm saying this weekend one of these one of the one of these number one seeds is going home right now. I'm leading towards the Packers beating the Niners. I'm not sold on Brock, and I only say that because Strad is coming into this game, missing three of his receivers. so you drop down the other kid name, his name is slipping me right now, and it's pretty much checkmate. So, yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards that. But at the end of the day, I got Packers, um, Packers-Lions for the, the NFC Championship. More than likely, it'll probably be – never mind that. It'll probably be the Chiefs <laughs> and the Ravens for the AFC Championship with the Super Bowl being the Packers and the uh, Chiefs. Take it easy, fellas. There's Q.
3: Got to get that dig in on the Ravens no matter what's going on here. But to his point, and, you know – I don't want to hear excuses either. Right. Monday if the Ravens lose the oh, lose the there
5: is no you're the number one seed and you lose the no. There's no excuses.
3: No excuses. Let's go to Kai and Reisters Town. Kai, ah, what's happening?
10: What's, what's up, Phil? Q couldn't he give it out? Oh uh, I I wanna I don't know if it's the Ravens. No, you you didn't want to say the Ravens, Q because he, you know that's you right. know, Q. But look, <laughs> hey, look, hey, hey, hey Bob, let me turn this off. All right, Vinny. The Ravens win the coin toss. I want to know, you guys, are you taking this? Are you taking? Are you going to take the ball, or are you going to give it to Stroud, man? Because answer that first, and I'll, and I'll say this happening. I'm going to defer. I'm going to give
5: it to. I'm going to defer. I'm giving it to Houston. I uh-huh. got no problem with that. You know, I got. I got to stop two guys on their team. They're going to try to run wide. I got to. I got to have figured that out by now.
3: And why would you yeah, change I'm, what you normally do right. all of a sudden?
5: The only time that Harbs did it was because he wanted. The win possibly in the fourth quarter, but it was in one of those games, Bob. That it was they, Detroit, I believe. Yeah. I'm anxious to see the first 15
10: plays, and you always talk about it. I think, I, think I think he's throwing it. I think they're going to throw think the heck it. out of it. I think, I think we're going to run it. I think Gus Buss, man, early, I think we're going to set the tone, and I always say we're going to pass to set up the run, but for some reason, I think this game we're going to run to set up the pass. I mean, you got to get this this rookie, this quarterback off the spot, man. Matt Gay and Pierce, you made some good points, Vinny. We got to get pressure up that middle, man. Yep. And uh, what offensive? I know you up, you guys up on it, but what's what's the what offensive player? Do, are you uh insert, inserting early?
5: Thank you, Kai. Am I inserting early? I'm I'm saying, well, I, any of the receivers, I don't care. Go to Bateman. Go to Flowers. Go to Odell. Likely any of those four guys. I don't care. I don't care because they all can make plays after the catch. And you know what? They're going to have opportunities to. But the middle of the field against uh, against Houston, that's a good place to attack.
3: It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 five seven. the fan. We'll come back, take a trip through the funhouse. Nolan McGraw inside access takes over at two. Later tonight, Maryland at Northwestern. Kevin Willard's Turtles looking for the third straight
2: would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney 105.7 The Fan.
3: Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Ravens made a move today. They've re-signed Laquan Treadwell to the practice squad. Released wide receiver Tariq Black. And we said yesterday, baseball, that if you're a fan of Joey Crable, Get your Mariners jersey resi- ready. Well, same with Austin Voth. Austin Voth signed with Seattle. One <laughs> year, $1.25 million. So he has found a new home. Been waiting to see what the attendance report will be for practice. Don't necessarily have it yet, hmm. but we'll definitely know by tomorrow. at
5: huh? so The key one to me is Humphrey. You know, if he's limited at least. Because, I mean, Bob, today is... Thursday for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's tomorrow's their walkthrough, right? Well, tomorrow's Thursday. Friday will be the walkthrough. Yeah, Friday will be the walkthrough.
3: His uh, coordinators going to talk to the media later on this afternoon, so we'll hear from Todd Munkin and um, of Mike McDonald, Mike McDonald and Chris, McDonald and Chris Horton. And Horton. And Horton, and I'm sure their focus will be all about the game, not potential head coaching opportunities that are there. They've both interviewed, so. We'll see how that unfolds. Real quick to your point about Marlon. I mean, Zay Flowers has been limited, so he's trending in the right direction. But right. Humphrey is
5: is not practicing. Not practicing yeah, I mean, in last week, Bob, remember he was running on the side of the field. Now he's not even doing that.
3: It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan Terps tonight taking on Northwestern. You can hear the game on The Fan if you're looking to watch it. Big Ten Network, always fun, 9 o'clock tip-off. Quick draw, how you feeling over there?
7: not feeling good about that 9pm tip as few of those as possible this year would be fantastic
3: well if we could control those sorts of things we'd have more power in our everyday lives but right now something you do control how about that
2: funhouse quick draws
6: funhouse
2: The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive?
7: This side of the Chesapeake.
2: I like that quick straw. 105.7 The Fan.
7: Start with Chris here who says it sounds like sticking Hamilton on Schultz might be the way to go. Uh, Stevens could match up well with Nico Collins. Is that a good plan to neutralize their two weapons?
5: I I think that's a legitimate plan. I think uh, having Hamilton on Schultz a lot, probably, you know, good because of Hamilton's length and his speed. So, I, I don't think that's a bad plan.
7: I But I think they'll change up coverages and try to confuse uh, Stroud a little bit. This one here, Texer says, could Humphrey play without much practice this week? Do they trust him enough as a vet to do so, or do you just roll with what you know in Ronald Darby? I think you go with Darby just because of a DB that has a
5: calf. I don't want him um having Collins do a double move and run by him or do something like that or him going it's gonna be freezing cold. You know, how do you get that calf warmed up? You know, if he's pedaling plant drive all of a sudden, bam, it's gone.
7: This one here from Jay in Baltimore says the Bears looks like they interviewed Greg Roman. you think that's any indication that they intend to keep Justin Fields?
5: I think they're weighing all options. Uh, but I, if they do keep fields, I think that's a great hire. If they're getting Caleb Williams, I think that's a terrible hire. Saw so Des Bryant X'd out
3: that uh, all Bears receivers should request a trade if they hire uh, Greg Romans,
7: the OC. That was fast. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> you knew it was coming, though.
3: Yeah. I'm sure well, Des, Hollywood might have something yeah, to say, too. Des
7: had that stellar career here in Baltimore. Did score a touchdown. So did uh, Demarcus Robinson. Did he? Yeah. In a no. playoff game if you're if you're if you're a, if you're a, a
5: tight end be extremely excited
7: or a running back anybody no. that's <laughs> not a wide receiver yeah no. <laughs> left tackle uh and we'll close <laughs> with this one here texter says uh vinnie when you're uh scouting for this uh upcoming game do you even put much stock into the week one matchup or is that too far in the past uh too much has changed since then for you to put too much weight on that.
5: Yeah, you can't put a lot of weight on it. I mean, it was Lamar's first game back in forever, Munkin's first game. Lamar had three turnovers. So, yeah, I, and it totally uh, totally don't worry about that one. It's video and Haiti,
3: 105.7 The Fan. We're back tomorrow with Total Request Thursday. Closer, we're creeping. To the divisional playoff game. Ravens, eight-point favorites down. It was nine, went to seven. Now it's back up to eight against Houston. We'll talk about that over the next couple of days. Get your predictions and your concerns. Is this going to be a walkover for Baltimore, or does Houston give them a tougher game than some people might anticipate at this time? Talk about Maryland's game tonight. Hopefully talking about yet another win for Kevin Willard, a win on the road. Puts them above five hundred. by the way. In the Big Ten, got to stack those wins in conference play in a big, big way. And also, we're creeping closer to pitchers and catchers less than a month away. So, we got a lot to cover here locally in the world of sports. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Inside Access coming up next, followed by Maryland Hoops later on tonight. Stay safe, stay healthy. For now, everybody, class dismissed.
6: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.